everyone. Welcome to this season's Bring It to the Runway, where we are going over the looks that the queens served or failed to serve on season 14's RuPaul's Drag Race. You are joining myself, Christian Ochoa, on this journey, along with my co-host who had to step in for my regular co-host you girls are used to. Jay Curves is currently suffering from pneumonia and sounds like Shrek. She sounds awful. Um, she already looked like Shrek and now she just sounds like him too. So poor girl. Um, send her prayers of recovery. Um, I'm already overhearing her coughs through the walls. I am her roommate and she is annoying when she's sick. So she has inconvenienced me enough with her illness, especially not being able to be here today. But we love the doll. Anyways, instead I'm joined by one of my old frenemies that I've known since elementary school. We went to middle school together, high school together. We were both the two fucking Mexican faggots that were not allowed to be friends because there could only be one of us, okay? There really could only be one. Hey, Fish, how you doing? Hey, girl, hey, please introduce yourself. I'm Robert Mata. That is Robert Mata, and yeah. I, Mata as in kills in Spanish. Typically, yeah, that really is the way of it. Uh, shit. That's hot. I hear that, actually, when I date, like, other Latino men, that they're always, they always kind of give a lick of the, a lip, and they're like, oh, what are you gonna do to me? And I'm like, are they oh, like, shut up. mata this pussy or what? No, I haven't gotten that exactly, um, but I'll let you know when Alyssa Hunter and I go on a date. Oh, okay, bitch, first of all, stop acting like you're not taken, bitch. This bitch is basically married and fell off the face of the earth after she got with. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. Okay, so I'm going to pray for your date, too, with Miss Alyssa Hunter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you are dating another Latina. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Ethan's Latina. <laughs> Not Ethan. <laughs> mentioned on the podcast. <laughs> but I love it. He's just true. Chilean, Ecuadorian, and... Um, Shit, what's the third one? Peruvian, maybe? Peruvian, I think you're right. Girl, you know my boyfriend better than I do. Dude, their ceviche's bomb. Uh, I haven't had any. I Oh my god, ceviche in general, though, it's been a while. The yeah. raw fish, I don't know if I can trust it anymore. What's going on? There's, I mean, there's ceviche that doesn't have to be necessarily raw fish. Uh, what? But you know what is being served? We do have some raw fish being served. We do on- have some raw mm-hmm. fish. We have seven different raw fish actually presenting themselves for critique and enjoyment today. Period. Yes, they are. And Miss Robert and I are going to be getting into all of the looks from this episode. We're going to be starting with their entrance looks, followed by their talent show look. Then we're going to get into the judges' looks because we do have to get into those, right? Someone has to say something, I think. Yeah, and then the runway category of, well, we we know is what, traditional show-stopping drag, right? That's what they're saying. And I think we were served quite the mouthful on this episode of Drag Race. I'm so excited to see episode two when the rest of the cast joins us. So please join us on this journey where we're just here to enjoy and consume all things Drag Race especially the looks. All right, everyone, we are back from the break and we are ready to get into these looks. First, we're going to start off by critiquing the girls' entrance looks, starting with Miss Alyssa Hunter. Alyssa is giving us this fucking full Hunger Game fantasy. It is giving this 
old equestrian vibe almost to her look. She has an incredible hairpiece, big hair, gorge makeup. I mean, the bitch is cunt. The girls are saying she's the trait of the season. She's giving us this beautiful silhouette. She's cinched in the waist. She has these crazy thigh highs. She's giving us the fantasy with all these hides hanging off of her waist belt, which is gorgeous. And the bitch even came with a bow and arrow. Robert, what do you think? I think a few things. One of the first things that I thought of when I really looked at her was that I really love the Rococo references within the patterning of the actual Huntress look, like the beading. It almost gave a sofa, which is a weird opposite sort of expectation that I She's thought. giving upholstery. Yes, Very she is giving Baroque up, yes. upholstery. You could, Baroque is probably closer, yes. Uh, but it's just an interesting thing to do with the pelts, or the, the faux pelts that she's doing here with the Huntress look. The Ikea pelts that she made look expensive. We're gonna take that. We're gonna take that. I love that she brought her bow and arrow. I think that she was giving me a Sagittarius moment. I don't You're right. Know I'm like, is she a Sagittarius? I think I that maybe we needed a little bit more color there. I love the antler earrings. Um... And ultimately, I think that she is eating. I think that she actually killed the deer that she's eating. Bitch, Alyssa Hunter said, bitch, I'm a hunter and I'm going to show you why. I'm going to hunt this dick. I'm going to hunt this bussy. I'm going to hunt these queens, Well, bitch. speaking of hunting this dick, can I talk about her out of drag? Am I allowed? Yes. Okay, so well, what, what more needs to be said? Do you agree that Miss Hunter is the trade of the season? I mean, out of the first few queens that we saw... On this episode, do you agree with Alyssa Hunter being the trade of the season? My opinion is that if I saw Alyssa Hunter at the club, I would want to stay at the club all night until we finally had an opportunity to speak to each other. See, to me, I was like, wow, the filler looks great on camera, mm. but she's giving, like, in person, giving wax figure. There are definitely angles that don't work for her, yes. But that's true for all of us. Right, true, true, but the thing is, I don't know. I I think it's a lot of hype about her being the trade of the season. I was with a bunch of faggots last night watching the show, and they're like, oh my god, trade of the season, trade of the season. I'm like, you guys are just white and have never left the country. You guys are just wet off of this fucking Puerto Rican cock, which is great for you guys being culturally inept, but as a Mexican, proud Mexican, um, yeah, no, I mean, to me, I was just like, okay, she's cute. For sure. I mean, I would I would have sex with him. Well, yes. <laughs> when it came down to it, that's it. And the fact of the matter is, is that Drag Race has given us a limited selection of out-of-drag individuals to assess, and Alyssa Hunter's at the top of that percentile. And not many Latino people, or Latina, or Latinx, or however you like to cut it, have really given us that. Bitch, that's... Bitch, that so, is So tea. let me thirst... That's T. And you guys don't know what Robert looks like. She's brown. She is a brown woman. Robert, explain your features. Um, well, I actually have never explained my features before. Let me explain her features. You do it for me. Yeah, paint me. Tall, dark, handsome, traditional black hair, black full bushy brows, dark eyes, gorgeous lashes, gorgeous melanated skin. Truly, I would say it's almost like between olive and brown, like gorgeous skin, great sharp nose. Truly, it, he really does. I just got back from Chichen Itza a few weeks ago and having a a Mayan nose or a very indigenous Mexican nose is a sign of royalty. And I would say Robert has that 
without it dominating his features, his facial features. He, you know, doesn't have cheekbones as prominent as an indigenous Mexican person like I do. Um, but again, I'm painted in European features. He's painted in true indigenous features. You are gorgeous, gorgeous brows, gorgeous hair. The jawline is there. The lips are there. The teeth. Bitch, you have one of the nicest set of fucking teeth. Fuck you. I haven't heard this many compliments from you since my last breakup, girl. I've, I'm touched, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gave the bitch, bitch. You were crying on my birthday at a bar. I've never seen you cry. I do, I, it's like maybe every three years. Your best friend and I were like, girl. Like, I think, girl. Her and I were just like looking at you. Like, we were looking at each other. Like, Miss Shay and I were like, um, <laughs> is this happening? We were so out of it to the point where I've like a little. I was concerned, obviously, but I almost wanted to giggle because I'm like, girl, this is not her. But it's fine. I the was giggles like, justified. I think. Yeah, I was, foolishness. Honestly, it was very like. I felt like I was. It being was camp. Filmed. It was camp. It was very campy. The way you did it was very campy, and it was at the Bayou of all places, bitch. We don't go there. No, I go there. I I, I was actually there the night that the Bayou opened. They were. I don't know if I should say this. I'm going to say it anyway. They were just randomly pulling in underage bitches from the street. And I was 19 years old at the time with my fake. And even though I tried to show them my fake, they said, we don't give a shit. Just get in. And this is like 2012. It was it was the old times. Back when uh, Flaming Saddles... Well, Flaming Saddles is dead now. But back when Flaming Saddles was 11. And back when Here Lounge was there. Remember when you took me to Mickey's for the first time for Halloween. And mm. it was right after mm. they reopened... Because they were shut down for all the miners being up in there. Well, yes, but that's because the Abbey's owners are little bitches and they constantly uh, snitch on each other and tell them, tell, I guess, whatever local governmental agency is in charge of this. The city of West Hollywood. Yes. The Lions Club. They Not the Lions Club across the street from fucking <laughs> former Tortilla Republic. Uh, but the... They constantly just rag on each other to the government and to make sure that each other gets hopefully shut down. It's, I guess, a feud. Why? I, I don't know, but consider them competitors. Co- no, but I think that I think that one, gays are petty as always, and two, it spices up the local lore. So wow, I did not know this knowledge. Yeah, I we know confidential girl. Get into it, girl. For I real, mean, it's, it's an old reference. But. Okay, but get this. So I remember we had to go in person to pick up our tickets for will call before a certain hour. We did, right? Yeah. So you were like, "Hey, you have to do this." Allison, myself, I remember it was like. For sure, Allison and Alexis Harris, because I remember when I accidentally took out a parked car side view mirror that was parked on your street, we all screamed. And I wanted to fix it. Right. I was like, girl, we're in this little fucking, we're right off of the Viv Viv Westwood store, mama. Mm -hmm. Um, But it wasn't even that nice of a car. I just remember nothing happened to my car. Mm -hmm. So I said, cool, it's not obvious. And we were just so petrified that one of your guests that was at your apartment it was their car that I hit but I remember we asked and nobody it was nobody's car so yeah all was well but I remember I think it was Allison Alexis and Veronica and I and I remember myself and either Alexis or Veronica got off to get our tickets at will call and they brought me down to like a basement office and it was like a fat older middle eastern man um he was actually kind of like attractive i wouldn't say fat he was just like any words that indicated he was attractive (laughs) i know in your in your in my vernacular vernacular precisely in my vernacular and honestly um no i agree that's why i had to clarify he was actually attractive okay and i didn't realize that i was like literally 21 
and I didn't realize, or I had yes. just turned 22, mm-hmm. freshly turned 22. Mm-hmm. We were young. And I remember he was like, oh, yeah, come here. And I, bitch, he, like, grabbed me and kind of had me sit on his lap. A Santa. Yeah. And, and he wasn't Santa fat, but he was, like, dad bod fat, okay? Like, fu- a fuller dad bod. Like, not quite bare just before. So we could see him at the Eagle later. Yes, hopefully we do, because I just remember being there and, like, being so fucking clueless. I was so... Dude, I would have been me too as fuck if, like... Girl. If I was born put with, like, if I was assigned female at birth and gave that... Well, not that I don't give femme, because I do. You give femme, but you don't give, like, gender femme. You just okay. give, like, femme vibes. Not that, you know, that's a scientific idea. Well, I'm way. offended, because I'm trying to give <laughs> AFAB vibes. Work. With a beard. <laughs> That's fine. Right. Anyways. No, I'm kidding. But um, long story short, I remember I enjoyed it. And I regret not what? taking advantage of that situation. And, like, actually being laid by the manager or something. Okay. And, like, getting a job out of it. Okay, well, let's get absolutely filthy. Have you ever taken advantage of a situation in that N- realm? No. And let me tell you, that's why I regret it. Because at one of my previous employers, and I'm not going to say names. Because I'm not trying to get these bitches sued again. But I used to work at a very exclusive space in WeHo. And the store director was such a perv. And I didn't realize that my interview with him was literally just him hitting on me. Work. And... I was so clueless because, girl, we're from fucking Modesto. We're from a space with no opportunity. So when I'm around this type of opportunity, I take it very seriously. And I really am the bitch that would, like, suck dick if I had to for a raise or, like, for a promotion or something. I really would. It's good to let the people know, though. I'm glad that you're saying it into the mic because... Some people, maybe it'll work. But I've never had the privilege to do it, and now I work for a lesbian, so it's never going to happen. And I don't see myself leaving this company that I work for. I love my job, I love who I work for, and I don't want to do anything to jeopardize it. Not that I, mm, well, whatever. We'll, well life is short, but careers are long, and I think you'll figure out maybe a couple other opportunities to fulfill your dream, girl. <laughs> <laughs> totally to like work as a bar back in I'll fucking West Hollywood. I'll see you someday. on the Hollywood Reporter, and I'll be like, I went to high school with that faggot. Oh, oh my god! Well, anyways, getting into these looks. Yeah, what about the looks, girl? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch number two, we have Miss Boskiana Bosco. Mm. How do you feel about this? Monochromatic. Okay, so Bosco is wearing a mesh bodycon, black and white polka dotted, mid length long sleeve dress. She's wearing black tights under white pumps, which is the sign of a true hooker, says Miss RuPaul. Black gloves. She has on a red lip, a matching black scarf with white large-scale polka dots on it with monochromatic horns to match and a nice little short Betty Page blunt black cut bang. How do you feel about Miss Bosco? Bosco, 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 Bosco. I think Bosco fancies herself a villain. She, Her aesthetic consistently gives Maleficent. We're always getting some kind of sharp, defined eyebrow. I think she said that anime villains were somewhat of an inspiration for her and we love that. I'm not sure that this look really gives anything else worth commenting on. I think it's a safe 
chic, sophisticated look. And it's certainly beautiful. I'm happy that she went and watched Hamilton wearing this, but I don't think she could do much else. Okay, bitch, it's an entrance look. I don't know why people are always like, your entrance look needs to get da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, does it, though? Because these bitches have had to, like, jump into ball pits, fucking be set on fire damn near, like, go in fucking front of windmills and, like, fucking fly. Like, to be honest, I think it's a great look, and I never ever thought that Bosco I would consider her a fashion queen and low key in this season in the first episode I should say Bosco is the only one giving true fashion queen and what I love about fashion or Bosco is that unlike Gigi Good telling us she's a fashion queen Bosco lets us t- lets her aesthetic speak for itself I do appreciate that uh, you know it's and I will say that Bosco's not giving us costumes. She's not giving us non-interpreted uh, Halloween spirit store items. Bitch, that's exactly what Minus I was going to say. Horns. But it still works. I could see that being in like a Marc Jacobs fashion show, to I think be honest it, I with think you. It, it is chic. There is no doubt it about It reminds that. me of Marc Jacobs for Louis Vuitton. It is. It's just very clean. It's very clean. I love this. I think if the scarf wasn't there, it would be nothing. But the scarf is there, and therefore... She's eating. I think she's eating. I think she ate with this look. I think she left me very full. And I was about to say the whole Gigi good thing. Gigi's like, I'm a fashion girl. I'm a fashion girl. I'm like, you're a costume girl. Gigi, you only wear costumes. There were very few fashion looks that you actually pulled your season. And unpopular opinion, I don't consider Gigi good a fashion girl. Now I do love, love what she's doing as of now. But on her season, I'm like, you wore costumes that literally your mom, who is a costume designer, designed. And For made. sure. Well, budget always takes a, you know, its place in that. But but, we'll but, but costume and fashion, it doesn't matter. It's costume queens, you're not a fashion queen. And costumes do irk me a little bit. Sometimes I love and I live for the fantasy, but I feel like drag a lot of the time goes very costumey, which isn't necessarily my favorite. And this is a fashion photo review show. This is bringing it to the runway, and I think Bosco brought it in terms of fashion. Work. All right. Next on the list, we have Miss Cornbread the Snack Jeté. Corny. Corny is making me horny. She is wearing, it kind of gives me a Moschino, Jeremy Scott inspired vibe with the um, look, but she is wearing a biker jacket with like a Dior silhouette where it's like belted with a biker belt in the middle and it is going out with a bunch of tulle under and crinoline to help give it some volume. It's short, so she's wearing um, this like short baby doll dress but it is styled with some black tights, a nice just simple black pointed toe pump. I think it's pretty like it's a safe, chic moment. I think it's not this crazy grand entrance look, but I think she looks great. I really love it. I love a big girl that knows how to dress her silhouette, especially a big girl that isn't afraid to add volume to her silhouette. And I think she's giving us this big volume with the skirt of this biker jacket dress, and I think she looks fabulous. I love the black lambskin. Whether it's faux or not, it looks expensive. And the gold hardware just really accentuates her beautiful tones. What do you think? Yeah, honestly, I concur a lot. I think at first I saw it and I was like, well, it's a leather jacket. It is what it is. But then I really noticed all the other details. And like you said, the crinoline, like letting it just poof out a little bit more, which is a, you know, a daring choice to proportionize. And then we also have just the, 
the braids that are coming down or maybe just hair strands. I can't particularly see, but with the, you know, they came with beads that, you know, tell the story with what is going on upstairs and her hair bun. And in general, the aesthetic is pleasant. Yeah, I want to say her baby hairs are braided and there's beads coming down, which is so fierce. That's I do a very think, yeah, fierce I think that's detail. What's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And then she has, she's carrying this gold hardware through these gold pieces in her updo bun, which I love because she's making like a very safe, secure, you know, um, updo fun and different and edgy. I think she looks fab. It feels like she could wear that hair to the mocha and people would take pictures with her. She looks like a mocha. Yeah, for sure. She's definitely giving that, which I live. Um, and yeah, I mean, cornbread fed the bitches. Let's be real. Yeah, well, as she said, she said, you hungry? And for a reason. Yeah, she definitely kept me full this episode. So next we have Miss... Early 2000s Y2K, <laughs> Lucy Lou meets Paris Hilton fantasy with Miss Willow Pill. Willow Pill is giving us a Y2K reference with this paper boy hat that is white with sequin, kind of giving me a Dior moment. She has a brat stall white cami tank with a bedazzled in pink stone angel graphic going across the chest. Very Regina George. This horrendous wig that's like ratted definitely um hideous hair definitely gives like yak hair but it's very true to that early 2000s extension you know those extensions that literally made every girl's hair looks like look like that no matter how expensive your weave was it she is giving that um little white cropped cotton zip-up hoodie opened up with a little tennis skirt very short and she is giving us this detail which is very fucking hilarious she's giving us this white um platform flip-flop which you guys know the sound of those are fucking heinous and i think she looks so cute i really think she looks like a little brat stall comes to life what do you think i think that that's exactly it everything is on point the details were crafted uh, you neglected to mention the angle versus the angel, which I think is, you know, just gave me everything that I needed to realize that she was being deliberately a parody rather than accidentally sort of hobbling together a bunch of random references into one idea. Yes, it's intentional. It's intentional in her um, POV is clear. I did not even notice it's at angle. It's hard to be dyslexic these days, girl. There's words everywhere. But when we look at Willow Pill, I think that she's clearly giving us club drag right now and i love the perspective yeah i don't mind it normally i'd be underwhelmed by something like this but yeah does it look pedestrian and like she got her look from forever 21 yes but i think she elevated it um to a point where i actually do appreciate it and this bitch i just noticed she's even she's giving us the full fucking fantasy Mm -hmm. with a belly button dangling piercing Mm -hmm. with a cross. Mm -hmm. Like, look at that fucking whore's waist. No, absolutely. And she... I don't think that she's probably going to rely on body probably ever again, but I think that the fact that she did that right now and she's very much has her tongue, like, just stuck in her cheek, it's it's fun, it's great, I love it. I'm ready for more. Yeah, and I will say, Willow Pill and Bosco together, two girls that I really dragged through the mud on the last episode, 
bitch, they, they're making me eat my own words. I mean, they really are. They look absolutely incredible. They blew me away. Um, and we'll get into that during the rest of the episode. So next we have Miss Carrie Colby, which the kids on the pod know is one of my favorites. I'm going to say it now. She is absolutely stunning. She's a Leo. I'm a Libra. Leos are my soulmate and my besties. And she is wearing this human lace, white, baby blue, baby pink wig with the following, like the colors going down one shoulder of her like It's like a short dress with this long fabric that is a little distracting, but I think she's referencing, um, like traditional gender colors because she is a trans woman on the show. She's a Colby. She's absolutely stunning. She's bringing it in through her makeup. She's wearing a short ass fucking hoochie wet seal forever 21 tight, um, white lace dress with like this thick, bustier silhouette um, at the neckline. She is cinched. She has, you know, a white visible panty, but she's wearing stoned nude tights with a really pretty um, Alaya reference in the heel. I don't know if they are Alaya, but they look like they are. So they're white leather laser cut heels with spikes on them. They are very chic. She is... She's one of my favorites. I live for this bitch. I've seen her in person. I've seen her perform a few months ago, actually, over the summer. I fucking love her. She's really fucking nice. Um, I met her two years ago. That's the first time I met her. And she's one of the queens that I could say looks just as good, if not better, in person. How do you feel, Robert? I think even better in person, which Mm -hmm. is, I think, hard to do, given how fucking excellent she looks here. Um, She walked in essentially treating it like it was an all-star season (laughs) just on point perfect giving us uh the trans flag colors always in i think in like a perfect sort of half and half sort of coordination i love the the artistry that went into this sheer sort of look and uh, yeah nothing but positive things to say about carrie colby you know what I love about Carrie Colby and what I loved about this show or this episode is that she comes off so warm and like approachable. And when I met her, I was very intimidated to even compliment her because I just wanted to say, girl, you are fab. You look incredible. It's hard when they're hot. Yeah, and she is really gorgeous, and I love how approachable she is on the show. I can relate. As a very pretty person, I feel like people really judge me. I think... I'm glad that you feel that way about yourself, girl. Confidence really is key, and no one's going to suck your dick if they think that you're going to go soft halfway through. Exactly. That's why this pod is important to me, because when you look at my Instagram, you think, whoa, I'm intimidated. I'm not going to hit them up. But then when you hear my voice, you're like, oh, this fag. Somewhere in between that, I like to think. <laughs> Anyways, next we're moving on to Miss June Jambalaya. She is wearing a nude mesh Mock neck, long sleeve, uh, turtleneck under a knockoff Emilio Pucci for Fashion Nova swirly, dwirly moment, um, over this bodysuit with a, like, baby blue knockoff Bottega Veneta. It's giving Miss Lola for sure, um, sandal heel. And she has this short bob with these two money pieces in the front. The first thing I'm going to say, she looks like a girl we all went to high school with. Maybe in your class. 
Yeah, maybe in my class. Yeah, I will say that it's fascinating to me that she went to look out for a a flesh toned um, Under Armour sleeve that everyone in middle school wore when they wanted to prove that they were athletic on their flag football team or whatever, and that's the idea that she went with with her entrance look practical as you mentioned earlier maybe it's something that you know she was ready to lip sync in or dance to or get lit on fire with whatever but why the spaghetti strap jumpsuit that looks like if she lifted her arm just 90 degrees it would snap i don't understand i don't get it she looks beautiful though in terms of the face and the hair you know what? I was very disappointed because she had one of my favorite promo looks. Gorgeous. She had, she was absolutely stunning. I mean, hair, face, everything, body, right. Um, I was very disappointed. It definitely looks like just a bunch of shit she ordered from Fashion Nova Curve. I'm going to be real. She looks extremely pedestrian. The wig is pedestrian. When your face is that gorge and you don't need to work hard at looking gorge, you really got to put in the effort everywhere else. And I was very disappointed. I'm not going to lie. She's the, the, she's the first person who left me hungry i'm gonna be real i think i am a bit starved yeah moving on we have miss orion story robert what do you think i don't even know how to describe it i don't know how to think about it except it's a bodysuit with a little bit of nighttime naughty sort of a cloak esque type of chicken feather idea it's i i don't understand what is happening it just feels so disparate What's going on, Christian? Um, okay, so Orion's story is wearing a red, like, duster with, like, some type of ostrich, well, definitely not ostrich feathers, but wanting to be ostrich feather cuffs, um, with a red strappy sandal heel, a stoned fishnet tights, with, like, this Madonna Gautier cone bra with a bunch of stoning details and like Robert mentioned kind of like an I love Lucy updo with the hair band and these chandelier earrings uh ruby beaded um from Santi Ali the bra is stoned um I mean uh, do you think that it's a pleasant effect you know, I don't, I don't hate it, to be honest. I just don't know if it tells us much about her unless. I know nothing. Yeah, unless she's trying to say she's a vintage queen. This POV, um, is interesting. I think she looks really pretty, but I don't know. To be honest, I, I'm not in love with it. I am a bit peckish, actually. Yeah. All right, gals. So moving on after the break, we are going to discuss their talent show looks. We'll be right back. Welcome back. So next we're going to be going over the Queen's talent show looks. Robert, who are we starting with today? That is Miss June Jambalaya, I think is the first one to show us what she can do. Absolutely, that she is. And let's see. So, June Jambalaya is wearing what seems to be a traditional African uh, outfit. How do you feel about it? I feel great. I feel like it's well-constructed. I think that she clearly knows her references better than I think either of us do. And so I have to trust that exactly what's going on is exactly what she wants us to see. Including the headband going down on her eye. I think maybe it was a statement that we just weren't intelligent enough to pick up on. 
Yeah, you know, even though it is true to the traditional um, outfit, I would say... I guess I was not living for it. It's not drag. Like, yeah, that's fine. But like, no, I didn't like it. I thought her wig was gorgeous. And the headband thing really was a detriment to her success and the challenge. Um, and like, if your talent show or if your talent isn't going to be as entertaining, at least your look should be. So honestly, she left me hungry. Oh, I felt entertained. I actually was surprised that she was in the bottom two. If only because at least she brought an element of international culture to the talent show, drag night, whoever you want to phrase it. Which is great, and I love that she brought that international culture, but I feel like we've had other queens bring that international element much better. For example, Bibi Zahara Benet. Yeah, definitely the easiest reference point, I think. If you're going to do it, do it like Bibi. She did serve. She also deserved a lot more praise than she got for that. As did Gia um, on her talent show. They both looked incredible and I thought their talents were incredible as mm-hmm. well. I was very thoroughly enjoyed by Gia Gunn and Bibi Zahabini's all-star talent shows for yeah. sure. Next we have Bosco. Bosco is giving us a burlesque costume that seems to be inspired by Terry Mugler. So she is wearing this, I forgot what the flower is called. I'm just going to call it a lily for now. Um, just like not a lily girl. Okay, bitch. Well, what fucking flower is it, girl? A blooming one. What, what flower? Like that one that's on Ivysaur's back. It's yours. Oh, a prolapsed anus. Girl, don't tell us your private business on the cat, on the podcast. Let's I've get back to Bosco. One. I have had several hemorrhoids and never prolapsed. Anyways, so she's definitely giving us this gorgeous nude bustier, um, with this pink flower petal that is covering it with a long emerald green, um, Rectangle of fabric. Yeah, but it's gorge, signifying the stem. And then she reveals this gorgeous nude uh, cone bra corset body moment that she removes to reveal everything, bitch. She moves to reveal her pussy. No, it's very uh, the nude illusion runway, but with a little bit more artistic value. However, I I do think I don't necessarily understand burlesque, especially in drag queens, but I always appreciate the moment. I loved it. I'm not going to lie. She blew me away. I had very low hopes for her in general, and she's just been making me eat my words, honestly. So she's she's eating, you're eating, everyone's eating. Mm -hmm. She's feeding and I'm eating. I really do miss Christmas Eve in a Latino family. <laughs> Tea. Next, we have Alyssa Hunter in an all black, um, quote unquote biker situation, dark situation is what she called it. So she has this chromatica, um, creamsicle hair fantasy going on with a black headband with studs on it. She is wearing this strappy bra panty, um, harness skirt bikini set which we've seen a lot on queens i'm kind of over this look black uh vinyl opera gloves and a thigh high gladiator uh lace up sandal heel situation i definitely think she gave an electric performance and her i mean her look is great i think she looks gorgeous let me just say yeah i think she looks great and we have to remember the girls have to be able to perform in these looks so they can't have the best look but she um she, I think she looks fabulous, but um, 
nothing we haven't seen before. What do you think? I think that clearly we gave a whole segment to it before, but I think Alyssa Hunter is hot as shit. I think that this look was frigid. It was cold. It gave me absolutely nothing. It was it was straps and belts. She looked like Lulu from fucking Final Fantasy X before all the bullshit went down. And I don't understand the hair. I don't understand the headband. I don't understand really any of it. And I wish that she could give me a clear picture of if she considers herself in one way or another a rock star, what kind of rock star would you be? And I think she would give us maybe a little bit more than that. Yeah, she's definitely giving knockoff Chromatica Gaga. Something. Just give me something. Not original enough for me. Yeah, I, I think that's the most best way of condensing it. Yeah. Next we have Miss Carrie Colby wearing um a long sleeve white mesh mock neck crop top that is stoned with the words Carrie on it. Um and a matching short tennis skirt with some tennis shoes that she is wearing for her double dutch uh double dutching talent and she has these knee-high athletic tube socks on and i don't know like some type of a sneaker what do you think robert i don't know that she could have worn anything else but i still think that she looks great in what she's wearing uh thank you for saying that the bedazzling on her chest was carrie because in all my viewings all two of them i could not discern what the fuck those crystals were spelling so beyond that maybe use a more higher contrast little uh, crystal, everything looked great. Right. The stoning definitely looked like it was an afterthought. Like, she realized, like, shit, I'm wearing a very basic crop top. Like, I gotta Mm, give it something. mm, 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 mm. Well, either way, wearing sneakers on the runway is always iconic, in my opinion. True. And like you said, I don't see much else working. I think she did what she could for her talent. And that's it. And I'm sorry, but I know that this is a fashion show review and, you know, we're here to critique looks. But at the end of the day, I'm also not going to pretend like you could do a fucking double dutching or a jump roping in couture. Okay? That would be a talent, though. It would be a talent, but also it would be absurd. And uh, I'm, I mean, whatever. Sure, it could work. But I just think like, yeah, when you do look like that, you can get away with more shit and it is what it is get over it like those are the that's the deck of cards that you were dealt with and if looks helps you navigate through the world easier then fucking use them are you talking about yourself now i'm talking about you girl (laughs) (laughs) um anyways moving on next we have orion's story giving us um my eighth grade middle school teachers why you gotta drag miss schiffman mrs schiffman was she a mrs or a miss i don't care about who anyone marries christian well regardless we used to call her miss what shitman in Mm. middle school because she was clever bitch um, and then they would call her saggy knees. She absolutely taught us all how to square dance. And when she said knees right, knees left, her knee sag would go right or left before her actual knees did. And that taught me so much about dance. That's kind of how I interpret any sort of like melodic movement. What is going on with your knee skin? Thank you, Miss Schiffman. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't. Th- <laughs> Anyways, that being said, I don't think it's cute when you're being compared to someone's middle school teacher from a fucking hick buck buttfuck town. Let her live, girl. 
Um, That's what she was going for, I think. I think Orion's story here went to Target and said, I'm going to walk into the tacky aisle and pick up whatever random animal skin I can find, put it on my body, and pretend that that conjures up a character worth presenting. Under a floral printed black bikini bodysuit with a gray... um, a polar fleece, I guess, bathrobe, and white sneakers. Very white sneakers. They're very clean, and that's the best props I could give her for this. Yeah, because you could tell she didn't rehearse what she's doing, and that's probably why they're that Not clean. Not a single scuff, bitch. Yeah, and honestly, awful. Awful. Um, the look doesn't work. Um, it, I, yeah, sure. Not it might have been for parody. Right, not even for the character, to be honest. Um, way too pedestrian. It's not giving shit. I'm sorry, Orion Story, but when you're on this platform, you need to be giving every moment that you have the chance to. And even if it works for your character, it's not working for the stage girl. Nobody lived. Why would you pick such a muted character when you know that they want you to give something elevated and, like, ostentatious? It just doesn't make sense. Though I do give her props for keeping that cigarette in her mouth the whole performance. (laughs) Go off. We love nicotine. Anyway, no, no, we don't. Did I date him? Who? (laughs) Which Nick? Remember when, <laughs> remember when I was a Marlboro brand ambassador in West Hollywood? Uh, I thought you were a Corona brand ambassador. No, Marlboro. It was cigarette. You can barely pronounce it. How did you act as their brand pronouncer? Announcer. Well, bitch, I didn't even Rep. smoke. I didn't even smoke. Oh, the old times. And it was so... No, I smoked marijuana, of course. <laughs> you don't smoke cigarettes. I, I, Christian I, does not condone... The consumption of nicotine or cigarettes. That is correct. Even though I used to work in marketing for one as a brand ambassador up in the bars, um, I didn't care about what people actually smoked. And that's probably why the job didn't work out, because I didn't care at all. But it paid $28 an hour and I was in college. And I got to go to bars. $28 in college really is the moment. Yeah, and I got to go to bars, so it was cute. Anyways, next we have Miss Cornbread the Snack Jeté. She is wearing what seems to be some type of, like, a old mod printed bodysuit, long sleeve bodysuit with some high-waisted blue chambray denim shorts and like these silver gunmetal um Proenza schooler hardware looking um like rings going down uh the belt loops and some pointed toe heels with this crazy big I'm not even going to know how to describe this fucking wig, but it is dip dyed in like a hot magenta pink and it's blonde. And she is wearing my favorite detail of the whole look, a fucking Popeye's chicken fried drumstick leg around her fucking neck. And let me just say, I was very fucking impressed at the details of her Rue Mart grocery shopping bag because it had a milk carton with Merle Ginsburg on the side of and it said missing Merle Ginsburg. R.I.P. to that fucking legend. Um not really though. She's not No, she's alive. She's still breathing. It's is when we're recording this. I wanted to bring her back more often. Have you heard her exposed interview? I did read it. I didn't listen to it. It's incredible. She's incredible. She has such a great POV and I really miss her. I do miss Merle. I think that she's like, really 
kind of a monument of a bygone era, and we don't get to appreciate that quite as much as we do. Instead of hearing the same old jokes about how Michelle Visage is a tired-ass whore from New Jersey, we get it. Yeah, and I really miss... um like that season seven when they brought her on, that, that challenge was, that was so fun. sick. And even though that was probably the worst written season um in Drag Race history, I still loved it. It's still one of my favorite seasons. There are a lot of redeeming qualities from that season that obviously it gets a rap as the worst season, but we've seen not an uncommon opinion. I think eleven and thirteen since then, so it is what it is. T girl, T T T T But cornbread. Um, even though, let's talk about Cornbread's look. Um, bitch, I loved it. I loved it. I know her POV. I know this girl. I know where she's coming from. And at the end of the day, fashion should be effortless, true to you. Um, and it should communicate something, an idea, how you feel. And I think Cornbread achieved that. And I, even though it's tacky, it's heinous, I love it. I love it. It's styled well and she's giving me the fantasy. I feel it. Yeah, I, I agree with you for that. I think Cornbread gave us exactly what she wanted to give us precisely i don't think there was anything that was not delivering in the way that she had hoped it would the chicken necklace i love it i adored it when nina bonina brown did those um fried chicken wing earrings on her snatch game as jasmine masters so many years ago it was a funny detail then that for some reason went completely unacknowledged um and i'm happy that cornbread got her flowers for bringing it it up in her own way now yeah i i love cornbread I love her. Just because she's your girlfriend, girl. I wish. I wish. Okay, next we have Willow Pill. I just like to say, I think this bitch gave me my favorite talent of the night. Oh, we're talking about the talent. Fuck the look. The talent. Well, the talent was a part of the look. It was real. She had a lot of accessories. I think everyone knows the Enya song. Everyone knows the moment. Everyone knows the vibes. And so for her to actually give it and serve it and deliver exactly as she wanted, I'm so happy production was able to give us licensed songs for the talent show. Thank mm-hmm. God, I hope this is a trend moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she gave us everything that made me feel like I was at X bar in LA here um, on a Friday, Saturday night, on a Monday, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday. That was great. So let's describe her look. She's wearing like your two, like your six month old niece's baptism mm. dress. <laughs> um, she's, I swear my sister has a fucking muñeca de porcelana doll wearing this. Like she really does. I mean, she is just. It's just time period reference. Like, really? Yes, I, can, I could not give you the decade. I think it was before we were... Who fucking knows? Like, assigning decades to things. Like, who would be like, oh, yeah, that's a very 1860s look. Like, fuck you. Regardless of what it is, she's serving it. And when she stripped down to her bikini, it was a brilliant moment, a great second, like, transition into the rest of her critique of how we've all handled this pandemic. Willow Pill gave it to us yet again. Yeah, I'm, again, this bitch made me shut the fuck up. She said, listen, you dumb faggot bitch. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You're underestimating me based off of last episode and my critique for her. I think I'm I'm so, like, I'm kind of obsessed with her now. I'm not going to lie. Oh, you're a flip-flop fit. I flip-flopped. Well, oh, my God, let me tell you. Oh. <laughs> for the first time in my life, I was flip-fucking last week. Oh, last week? Last Thursday. T- well, Thursday? No. Well, like, give, give me the time. Ten days ago. Time zone. Ten days ago here in WeHo. Okay, okay. okay. So, so, 
you wanted to close out 2021. And you said, let me, let mm-hmm. me do something that uh, mm-hmm. could show everyone that the versatility that they wanted is the versatility I can give them. December 30th, I flip fucked for two hours straight. Two hours I blew straight. four loads in him. Four loads. And he never came. He never came. Hmm. I got fucked on a sling for the first time, bitch. It was Why would you tell us lot. though that you're fucking someone and he never came? That it, I would keep that to myself. I, first of all, I think, um, I don't know if there was some type of drugs involved. I'm not going to put that out there. See. Um, also. Antidepressants do make it difficult. Yeah. Honestly, he was just such a fucking wild stud about it. And it was just crazy. Like, I did not expect this to happen. Thank God I was prepared for it to happen. Um, but it was amazing. <laughs> And I was sore for five days straight. Five days? Five days. Girl. Well, you live and you learn to do it again. Yeah, my hole definitely felt like pastrami from Arby's. Anyways. Um, all right, welcome back. So right now we're going to take a quick second to review our judges' looks. Starting with Mama RuPaul herself. She is wearing a one-shoulder asymmetrical short black sequin dress with um, black ostrich feather detailing on the shoulder and a single strap holding up the other shoulder. She is giving me my Anthony Vaccarello Saint Laurent fantasy, the collection where they walked in front of the Eiffel Tower a few years back. I think RuPaul looks fucking incredible. I mean, when does she not? She could wear a sack of shit and she could still look fucking fierce. Like, gorgeous. And I love her legs out. What do you think? Well, I think when's the sack of shit runway because I'm ready to see what the girls can do with a full sack of shit. That said, obviously, I mean, I feel like if I levy any critique, RuPaul's going to blast the Thunderbolt down like Zeus. That said, obviously, she earnestly does look incredible. I think the makeup is always flawless. Clearly, the hair is looking good. Dude, I do her body. Her body look is glowing. Thank you, filters. Um, I think that. I don't understand the omnipresence of ostrich feather in this episode. It, the people are living, they're laughing, they're loving. I love all of that. I don't get it personally. She's a showgirl. Let her live. I also think she could have had that titty right there that's hanging out, but we'll see. Girl, she looks amazing. Anyways, next guest judge Lizzo. Holy shit, I love how she looks. Lizzo looks like the final boss of a fan- Final Fantasy game. Literally. Like, what is going on? She is so pretty. Uh, she really, 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 really continually reminds everyone that if they have any negative opinion, they need to fold it up in an envelope and send it away. Because yeah. it is what she did. She gave us some kind of like silver retro futuristic look that I really ate up. She looks like... Like a villain from Power Rangers. She looks, she just looks wild. Like she looks like she belongs in the, like Jetsons. Like she just looks great. Do you think if we invited, um, Lizzo over to just like hang out and watch like old school anime, she would do it? Yeah. Along with Orion's story. If we get cool with her. Well, it's not that hard. Oh my God. Whose was it? Who was it that she was like, bitch, you made my earring fall off. Uh, it was someone who responded hollowly. It was Bosco because she said that and then Bosco was like, oh, uh, that's Bluetooth. And I'm like, girl, not everyone knows the reference. <laughs> there are children listening. Yeah, oh my God. Lizzo, we love you. Oh my God. You're more than welcome to come on the pod if you'd like. Boop. I hope you hear this. Liz, girl. Um, next we have Michelle Visage. That bitch is so pretty. I, she really looks way better now than she did then. Then was rough. Billy B, I think, had a vendetta, possibly 
a lifelong goal to make sure that every woman in his life looked horrible because remember that Shangela moment where she was at the award show and she has like probably the harshest makeup I think any of us have mm. seen. Maybe it was day drag, but she was not giving Jada Pinkett Smith up in there. Regardless, back to Michelle. I mean, her last name is Visage for a reason. I don't think that's a revelatory statement. Yeah, she's not wearing anything crazy, but honestly, she is so pretty. And like, this is how a woman ages, like, beautifully. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think she's finally embracing that. And I like, after she got her, like, mastectomy of like her breast implants i just think she has just embraced health am i so gay that i i know that it happened but i just don't notice she has a whole documentary about it i know and i respect all of it i just don't i physically i don't know i know she looks better i don't know when women get breast implants or reductions it just doesn't register in my mind we're like we're so gay we don't even notice tits that's maybe what i'm getting at (laughs) i said it explicitly but yes (laughs) next moving on to miss ross matthews who you know with a personality like that we can forgive his horrible tacky taste in fashion he always looks horrible um in terms of what he's wearing he looks very tacky very vegas um liberace but not even uh, could never come close to like Liberace. I mean, Liberace he wishes probably, but yeah, just always looks like he got his jacket from a very cheap store. Like, he just looks like he spent a lot of money on very cheap clothing that was probably mass-produced in downtown LA, but he thinks is couture because of the price point. I don't know. He just never wears anything that flatters him, to be honest, but I love him to pieces. He always looks great. I feel like when they say the hilarious Ross Matthews, they're always referring to his attire like Mm -hmm. that's the joke because i think we're all done with the canned responses on the runway and what's been done on the chelsea show has been done we get it gay and turn let's move on yeah yeah he's much more than all of those things and i genuinely think he has some of the best feedback and i think i really like his pov as a judge was he the person you were flip-flopping with last week girl (laughs) yes all right next category fuck you bitch anyways okay so moving on we are going to critique the runway looks starting with miss june jambalaya and the category was traditional show-stopping drag right in so many words yeah how do you feel about this high neck embroidered stoned nude lace illusion uh, cap sleeve tool cape like bodysuit reference moment. I actually adore it. I know she got ripped apart on the runway for one reason or another, but I think that especially at this point in the American drag race sort of multi cinematic universe, not many people have opportunities to provide aesthetics that are markedly different than the rest of them and giving us trains from each shoulder with that sheer with that bedazzling with i think a nude illusion that works fairly well for her is a rare opportunity and i think she looks great let me just say one word impact this look had impact she walked out of the fucking back room onto the runway and every faggot in the room that i was with was like (gasps) like it she took my breath away she really did and she gives us this pedestrian hair and whatever but but she's giving realness i'm sorry but i don't use that term often and this bitch does give realness like i do love the commitment to just one wig 
Yeah, I mean, she is, she literally looks so pretty. Yeah. Um, I do like this look. I agree. Yeah, there were certain details where, I mean, if she worked a little bit at it, it wouldn't have read on the runway and it would have been immaculate. But at the end of the day, oh, sorry. She is so pretty. She, um, she was going to be in the bottom regardless. At least she looks good in the bottom. That she does. Yeah. Moving on, we have... Also, I just want to compliment Jun Jambalaya's body. Gorge. She knows what she's doing with it, and we always love that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with mine. It's just there. <laughs> Next, we have Miss Bosco. Bosco is wearing a sheer black, again, look, giving Terry Mugler, um body uh, or jumpsuit with a thin spaghetti strap and it looks almost like the Balenciaga knife pump where it comes all the way down from the tip and it goes all the way up very much what Kim K is wearing right now with this nude or sheer black mesh opera length glove and she has these wild black bedazzled stoned horns coming out of the cone bra along with um, matching black hair covered horns coming out of her head. I am going to say she does give a little Dita Von Tease tease. Uh, Betty Page. Bitch looks great. She looks great. She's wearing something kind of simple with this like wild cone titty moment. Um, but love it. I think she looks fabulous. I think she looks really good. Very showgirl, very drag, very show stopping drag vibe, very traditional. I think she, she served. I think she looks great. What do you think? I think that you could mostly copy and paste my critiques from her entrance look. I think that she's giving a lot of the same details, a lot of the same ideas, a lot of the same general references. I do think that this particular look, unfortunately, kind of makes her seem like a backup dancer and not in a sexy video vixen type of way. I just don't see any individual like perspective being provided here. She does a little bit remind me of like the bull backup dancers during Madonna's... Uh matador phase i think that it, it it's contributed to that general ethos yes but see if madonna wore this oh my god madonna 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 it's like no i think she looks fucking good I and feel i like think madonna this looks did suffices. Wear this. no i think madonna wished she wore this mm. let's be real i don't know i i she did not leave me wanting more i think she let's be real the category is tacky and it's very hard to make it look chic and sophisticated and she was able to give us camp chic and sophistication i really like this copy and paste she does look chic as an underlying statement okay moving on we have Alyssa hunter why girl why what why the same idea why when you know that five six seven eight thirty other girls have done precisely the same look this is a category. Which bitch have you seen in this exact look? In the My Fair Lady? Yeah, My Fair Lady. I think Sugar Kane's done it. I think uh, Crystal from Drag Race UK Season 1 has done it. I think possibly they even had a whole category about it. It's this, They did have the, a category about, the, the, about the, it. The big hat. The, Cracker the, has done the, it. The idea, probably, that seems like it's in her wheelhouse. I just feel like it's redundant. I appreciate that she's doing the, you know, uh, monochromatic beige type of aesthetic with fabulous detail and as she pointed out ostrich feather can we mention it one more time during tonight's podcast but 
But why? Why is that show stopping? I don't Bitch, get it. let me tell you why. Thank she you. is giving full fucking Bob Mackie geesh. She is giving us that fucking OG share nude sequin lace illusion silhouette with the ostrich feather train that Givenchy started biting off and she's carrying those details into the cuff the fucking My Fair Lady brimmed hat and the fucking umbrella honestly yeah this has been done but not this not this good straight the fuck up I'm gonna say no one's done it this immaculate I think yes you're right she's she's doing it well so at she's least if you're gonna do great. something that's been done you're gonna do it better than everybody else and I think she really did and right. I think she looks Absolutely gorgeous. Well, I can't wait for season 15 when you roll up in a Marie Antoinette look and we can see what's jish. Listen, everything's been done before. And at the end of the day, no no idea is going to be fully original. And I think if you're going to do it and you're going to make a reference, at least you're going to execute it to the best of your capabilities, which I think she did. And she left me very full. When is she someone going to reference the giraffe from Toys R Us? What giraffe from Toys R Us? The giraffe who was on all of the advertisements, girl. I think his name was Jeffrey. That's a reference. Oh, yeah. What about it? I feel like that's a reference that I need. <laughs> Along with maybe like BJ or Baby Bop from Barney. BB Bop, BJ, some One of shit. Yeah. That oh. hasn't been done. <laughs> truth, 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 truth. All right. Next, we have Miss Carrie Colby giving us this high fashion. I'm not going to say high fashion, it reminds me of something the blondes would serve on the runway. Um, she, she gives my favorite high end street walker. She looks like a high class hooker. She is giving what JLo wishes she gave in Hustlers. She's giving this gorgeous faux fur that looks very not faux. I hope it is faux with these wild Leo lion details on each shoulder and they're all stoned. She reminds me of what Thundercats was that the like, um, right? Does it not give you Thundercat fantasy? Definitely elements of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And they were stoned. They're gorgeous. And then she's wearing this fucking wild, like custom K monogram for Colby, hot pink leather. K for Colby. K for Carrie, I mean, my bad. K for Carrie. <laughs> Sasha's pissed, bro. <laughs> Pull it together. You never watched Dynasty? I, I, I did. That's why I feel bad. Um, but she's wearing this, like, you know, simple, like, nude panty situation, or like, hot pink panty with, like, thigh high, um, nude, brownish, Marsala. Oh, I love those boots. Vinyl boots. Yeah, they're great. I mean, they are Steve Madden, but who cares? Um, she looks like a fucking high-end hooker. I love it. This is show-stopping drag, though. I adore the pimp jacket. I am always here for that. I do wish that she chose a different color for the Ks. I think that... Why? What color? I think the pink is so cute. I think the pink is obviously cute, but it just didn't pop against the pink uh, bikini or her skin tone. I think that she could have chosen maybe something on a darker palette so that we could have actually known that they were Ks instead of, you know, from a distance... I'm not, the judges caught it, but in general, I, I just don't know that I necessarily knew for a fact that they were K's, definitively. Well, I think you need to get your vision checked because I knew they were K right off the bat. Well, and... you saw the KKK and you were right down for it. No. 
okay, bitch. Okay, are you Joe? Are you the new Joe Batanz of this fucking podcast? Because he's always fucking telling Lori that she's racist when she's fucking not. And you need to tell bitches that I'm not about that shit right fucking out on the record. Christian's not. I'm, he is not holding a gun to my head. I'm saying this out of my own free will. The fact of the matter is, is that Christian loves everyone no matter what country their ancestors come from. Okay, shut the fuck up, Robert. Anyways, I think Robert, I mean, I think Carrie looks hella cute. I loved it. Um, I get where she's coming from. I thought it was so funny when Lizzo was like, girl, I was triggered by the KKK. For sure. A a reference within a reference. Christian is not racist, everyone. (laughs) That I've observed. Shut. Anyways, I'm not racist at all. Not even my thoughts. Next, we have Miss fucking Orion Story giving us Whoville, Three Titty, like, Tracy Turnblad, blonde wig, uh, from Hairspray, with this really, like, wild makeup, which I actually like the makeup, it's ugly, but it's different, and it kind of works for what she's doing, Mm -hmm. um, with this hideous red catsuit with white sequin appliques, this really crunchy white belt with three titties, three titty tassels on them, and like this red velvet cape. It's just too, too, um, seasonal. I hate seasonal decorations, and this is truly like a fucking horrid Christmas tchotchke. What's the little, what was her name? Molly, the bitch from like that little fucking Disney TV show. The ragdoll with, like, the red yarn hair, like, ponytail. What Decom era is that from? Before High School Musical? Way before High School Musical. For sure. It was like our childhood. Uh, Was that 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 one where they took a wish on... It was kind of like Groundhog Day, but they took a wish on that snow machine. They were like, I wish it was Christmas every day. Brenda Song was in it. No, no, no. Before Brenda Song. Even pre-Brenda? Pre-Brenda. Pre-Zach and Cody's... Well, Brenda was around even before all of that bullshit. Like, Wendy Wu, who is that? That's, that's for, that was our after siblings. Zach and that's, Cody. That's for our little siblings. Uh, back in my day, it was like, um, not Johnny Carbajal. Not, not, not the John, not like the, the, what was that like? So long, farewell to you, my friend. So long, farewell. Until we meet again. I I don't know. But that was not Disney. That was like one of those kids shows. I saw it at daycare. But okay, but that was, it was like one of those. It was like out of the box, I think. Out of the box. Yeah, Yeah. there we go. Well, it was, it feels, you know what, um, that showed the back, was it the back? No, it's not the backyard again. That's animated. Um, I wish, bitch. Maybe it would have been she. I actually would live for a backyard again's live action film. I think they should (gasps) induct it into the Marvel live action universe. The girls are ready to see Pablo and Uniqua on the main stage. I, you guys, we were, Robert, do you remember how old you were? We were not that young watching that toddler show. It was a show for toddlers, The Backyardigans, and we were fully in middle school. I didn't watch it. I have little siblings, so they were watching it, and maybe I caught a glimpse or two. Well, I actually watched it. My little sister watched, like, fucking reality TV. She was watching MTV and I was watching she was on, Disney she, she was watching Tila Tequila with me and we were like, what's going on? Will she pick a man or a woman? What's going I on? I watched the Tila Tequila show too. Remember that big ass bed that they all slept of on? Of course. And it looked cozy as shit. Yeah. But Orion. Uh, Horrible. My hate it. on Orion's story is that I just don't... I don't get it. Martha I do Whoville, get but it. Not. I'm actually surprised that they let it on television because typically that pattern is just not one that translates well 
on camera. And so it, maybe it took nerve. Maybe she really stuck her heel in the ground and said, I'm wearing this, which makes it even more impressive that she should have maybe decided on a better idea. But it is what it is. Yeah, um, I'm not going to give her the credit that she thought that she was making a Kusama reference, but Kusama, that's what it reminded me of. Bitch, don't get me wet. The art, you know you know what I'm referencing. The the mm-hmm, white dots mm-hmm. on the red, yeah. Anyways, next we have Miss Cornbread Jeté, the snack, or the snack Jeté, and truly the snack she's giving. She looks like a baked potato from Wendy's that I ordered last week at four in the morning. Do they still sell those? Yeah, they do. Oh, work. Yeah, and I don't mean that to say that she looks bad. I actually love how she looked. She definitely is giving Mrs. Potato Head Grace Jones reference with this, um, bedazzle, like crystal, crystal all over crystal, iridescent stone, um, bodysuit with a hood on her bald head and matching opera link gloves with fully stoned, um, pointed toe pumps. I love it. Uh, yes, it's simple, and maybe it's not the most expensive looking. I still love it. I think it's very true to the category of show-stopping classic drag. What do you think? I think that I got an entirely different set of references than you did. I fully thought that she was in the middle of The Princess Bride as like a medieval sort of warrior, soldier, whoever military men like to identify themselves. <laughs> like a knight. Something. And it was... A good idea, a good look, a little flat though. Um, that said, her legs were the star of that show and they looked incredible, incredibly padded, incredibly contained in tights, incredibly all of it. I just kept watching her legs. Yeah, I think she really knows how to dress for her body. Yeah. I she wish looks- I did. <laughs> You do. She looks like a little drumstick, like a fried chicken. The like the little drumstick no, that she was wearing her on, necklace. Her, on her necklace, but wrapped in foil and looking cute. I think she looks great. I'm gonna have to go to Wendy's later. I know I'm hungry. Okay, next we have Miss Willow Pill wearing this Grinch green, um, high pony, blunt, mm, blunt cut, um, banged wig with blue headphones, blue suede jacket with like blue leather trim with blue stones and, um, this like cheap material, um, like green slime, um, halter top with matching leggings and a blue leather skirt with stones and, like, some stripper heels. I'm gonna just straight up say I hate it. Horrible. She looks like a alien thing, but I think she looks so pretty. She kind of looks what? like a monster high alien doll. You are all kinds of... It's hideous, but... About this. No, I know it's hideous. She does look like a booger, but... I mean, I don't like the look at all. And I don't think it serves the category, but I think she looks good. Does that make sense? I do hear what you're saying. I think that it absolutely is not show-stopping. I think that she just showed up in clothes on a Thursday night at the club, which we love. I don't understand the Idaho Deb side pony. I don't understand why it looks like she's Hannah Montana after being soaked in slime on old school Nickelodeon. Why are there crystals on her navy blue short skirt and... Is that a jacket? Could I call that a jacket? I'm not sure. There are suspenders. Why is it suspended across a halter top? The stories that she's told before have led me to believe that there's probably a narrative here that I'm missing, though. 
Yeah, and honestly, who cares? It's just, it's not cute. And I don't think just because you stone stuff, it's, like, great. But you know what I'm saying? I stone these tights, girl. Moving forward. <clears throat> um, all right, doll. So who were your favorite looks and your least favorite looks of the episode? What do you think? Favorite looks. In terms of entrance looks, I don't know if this is going to be consistent. Actually, can we redo? I'm sorry. I don't remember. Girl, no, you're fine. I mean, for me personally, I really liked Bosco. I was very impressed overall. Very enthralled you were. Yeah, and just because, like, yeah, she was simple, but that doesn't mean it's not drag and it's not chic. So I think she's probably the most chic so far of this episode, to be honest. Carrie Colby, I'm going to love. Like, she could literally wear something I'm going to hate, like, I I don't like, and I'm going to like it on her, to be honest. Um, But it's because she has... She carries it. Does that make sense? She wears clothes. Oh, clothes don't wear her. you're punning her. Uh, I didn't even think about it like that. <laughs> Not carried it with the K. <laughs> uh, I think that I would give a similarly enthusiastic response probably about Willow Pill. Um, yeah, Willow Pill. The stories. Mm-hmm. You know, drag is stories to me often, and I feel like she's always giving one. Um, she explicitly said so herself, so it's not like a smart statement to say that, but... Whatever Willow's giving, Willow's giving. I want to take a Willow pill. A Willow pill? <laughs> that was really annoying. Do you think that nasty-ass, like, verbiage is going to persist throughout the I, season? I hope not. It was fun. It was, like, kind of cute the first no, time. And not then after even. that, I was like, stop, girl, So stop. uncomfortable. Do your best, Willow pill. A Willow pill. <laughs> not a big pill. A Willow pill. Not high enough, girl. How are you not speaking high enough? Because <laughs> I'm not high. <laughs> um, uh, Alyssa Hunter, I mean, gorgeous. I mean, flawless. Like, the bitch's drag is very polished. Very. Especially for her I youth. think she's great. I think that um, even if she was a hideous, ugly, terrible, troll-esque boy, her drag would still be great. Yeah, she's fierce. And not that I don't think he's cute, but I'm just like, mm, I wouldn't be that. Like, everyone's like, he's so fucking hot that I was watching it with. I was like, uh. Do you think she's hotter than Pearl? No. Out of drag? No. Oh, okay. I think Pearl. That was, that was the main debate yesterday. Like, if we're trying, if we're arguing about, like, what the was the tea on that? Moment, the girls were on Pearl's side, and I see it. I respect it. I appreciate it, but. I was a different person in 2014, 2015, and so was Pearl. I th- I think Pearl looks great now and then, honey. Pearl always looks good. I think that she'll never lose that, that's for sure. Yeah. Um. You know, disappointments, June. You really let me down, girl. You're one of my favorites in the last episodes but I raved face, about you. But that face, you can't come for that face. Of course not, but I'm talking about her looks. Yeah, not giving. And then, um, Orion, I expected her to disappoint me, and she did. Strangely, I probably would normally give Orion the lowest ranking spot, but I know you're going to ream me for this. Bosco did absolutely nothing for me. I get the point of view. I know that it was polished. I appreciate everything that was done. I just don't think it excited me in any way. It's like going to the buffet and getting like white rice and just that. You're tripping bitch i want to be on whatever the fuck you're on because you are tripping baby. i'll give you some after the show okay great um <laughs> next we have cornbread bitch she gave us cornbread <laughs> cornbread why was there not okay so i love corn like not actually i hate like 
candy corn. I don't like when cornbread in the South and they give you corn in the cornbread, like corn on a cob. All that shit's vile, disgusting, repugnant. You don't like elote? No, but I will cook it. I can make a mean elote. You don't like esquita at all? No, you can use whatever words you want to use. I don't like corn. But cornbread gave us what cornbread wanted to give us. But there wasn't a corn reference. Where's Shangela to like just jump out on the side? Like give us a little bit of corn moment. Okay, so they have this like roasted corn, like wannabe Mexican bowl at Mendocino Farms. Mm-hmm. And I had it for lunch on set Mendocino yesterday. Mendocino Farms, girl. And I saw it in the toilet today and I looked and I was like, what the uh, fuck did I eat? And I was like, oh shit, that's exactly what you ate, girl. Well, now you know one of RuPaul's favorite like recurring phrases. I know. Corn, I didn't think I would eat corn. <laughs> She, her phrases are getting a little tired. I think it's exhausting every single time they say the same damn, like, I don't know, poker? I don't even know her. We fucking get it, girl. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Shit. It's fun sometimes, but it's overdone. A lot of it's overdone. It just is what makes it even stranger is that there have been like what seven, eight international seasons that have happened in between this and the most recent American season. So it's a little surreal to be watching American Drag Race again. Yeah. uh, When I would rather be watching a Norma Jean on Drag Race Italia, but I haven't watched Drag Race Italia yet. Get into it, girl. It's long and it's dramatic and it's Messy. See, that reminds but me of La Mas Draga. That's it, why I love La Mas Draga yes, this, and Dragula. I would say, uh, all, all amazing shows. Uh, Drag Race Italia is that, just with a little bit more pink, and just people who are. Did you like Spain drama? I loved Spain. Are you I love Spain. I actually really. I was. I didn't expect much from España. Arancha Castilla de la Mancha is. Arancha Castilla de la Mancha. <laughs> what? Everything I loved. Obviously, Carmen. Who who doesn't? Carmen Farala. I think she's trade. Yeah, she's yeah 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 <sighs> yeah hot. I think I think that there's nothing really anyone could. A lot of them low key like Dovima Normi. Dovima so took cute. me a while. I think this is a common opinion, but Dovima, wait, Bosco gives get... me Do- what Dovima no, wanted to give. No, Dovima gave exactly what she wanted to give. Dovima gave us Rosalia. Dovima, no, well, that was Carmen's look that she gave her uh, on the Rosalia runway. But, but she did look like her. Well, like, that was out what of all she of was them? trying. But I think that in general, Dovima really goes gives really good vintage, almost archaic types of references that most queens don't even think to give. Interesting. Okay. That's like ancient beauty. By ancient, I mean like 60 years ago. <laughs> Girl, you're doing the most right now. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Bring It to the Runway. My name is Christian Ochoa. Follow me on Instagram at Hella underscore Christian. H-E-L-L-A underscore Christian spelled just like the religion. Also, I'm really into TikTok right now. Just like Vanessa Hudgens really into voguing and blood right now. And blood. Of yeah. Always the blood. Um, And please follow me on TikTok. I... <laughs> I have one fucking TikTok that has barely a sense of virality and I'm like so wet off of it. Um, it's hella Christian, no underscore. Robert, please tell the girls where they can find you. Usually at home, but you know, the virus is crazy, but regardless, you can find me online at rawb54. That's my handle for virtually everything. I will admit I'm not the most active on them, but you know, if you send a message, 
I'll reply. He doesn't post whatsoever, y'all. I just remembered this bitch is so, but she is active. She will read your DMs and she will yes. respond. I'm actually yeah. very impressed. I would say you're better at that than I am. Probably, but what aren't I better at? <gasps> Apart from describing girls' clothes. Bitch, bitch, you're not good at speaking Spanish. ¿Cómo está? ¿Cómo estás, Roberta? A ver, dime de tu día. Por favor, dime de tu día. Mi día es bene. Oh, that's Italian. See, that's, I fuck it up every time because my parents, they didn't believe in it. They didn't want to teach me Spanish. Your parents didn't believe in Spanish? No, they moved from Mexico, but I heard on the last podcast there's this whole debate about who's actually Mexican and who's Chicano. Okay. I hear you. Yeah. Okay. So let me just say for the fucking record, Armando, what other way could you pronounce Jalisco? Please tell me because I heard your mom is from Montebello, bitch, which is in LA County. And I heard you grew up in Tijuana. So you're a little frontero kid. You're a little border kid. So please, girl, if you want to read the girls, you are from the fucking border and your mom is from LA. Your mom is what you quote unquote call a Chicana, what you're trying to categorize Jessica and I as, even though we're not from SoCal and we didn't even speak English until we were four years old. And somehow you're more Mexican than us. Interesting because neither of our parents were born in the States. So I really don't think you're more Mexican than anybody. I think if you identify as Mexican, no one can tell you you're not Mexican enough. And that is a lesson I want everybody to understand. Okay. And please, Armando, if you have another way of saying the word Jalisco, please tell my mom that's born and raised there and Jessica's parents who are born and raised there. What other way can you pronounce Jalisco? Baboso. Caete la boca. Did you say Armando? This kid's name is Armando. Well, that there is. was an Armando who really tried to neg me one time at a, like a poor Detroit party. And I wonder if it's the same faggot. No, this, he's not a faggot. Apparently he has a girlfriend and he goes to Harvard or something, which again, that's no, not impressive. Girl. It's not impressive. Private schools are not impressive. Private higher education. Like, wow, don't you were impress a hard me. ass when you were 16. Ooh, we all love the SAT, bitch. <laughs> oh, like, oh, I read the fucking hot word book. I can do some basic ass algebra two math on a, Time test. I could suck my teacher's dicks in order to get a better fucking grade. Ooh. Not to talk shit on Christian over here, but I wish I wish I had the opportunity to suck a teacher's dick for a better grade. All I had to do was kiss a lot of heterosis females' asses to get my grades, which is fine with me. It is what it is. Yeah. All right, everyone. Love you all. Feel free to send us a DM, and I'm excited to hear your feedback. Take care. Bye bye.